0: Now, Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston, and recorded live from the porch of the famous Malibu kitchen. Now, here's Spike.
1: Here we are again on the porch in Malibu, the Malibu kitchen. It's a beautiful day out here, 72 degrees and sunny. We've left a chair open for you, the listener. And we have a great show for you. I'm sitting here. Uh, Zuckerman is not here today. I'm sorry for you, Zuckerman fans. He's he's actually working today. He's got a day job, making the money. But uh, sitting in and filling in for him is my friend Matt Farah from happening? the Smoking Tire. How are you, Matt? Good. I have a few
0: questions about what you've already said on this show. <laughs> you already first, have questions.
1: First off, you did a time and temperature, like, yes. we're, like
0: we're the news, which I think is great. Well, the here's what I'm
1: doing. It's a marketing Malibu for people, and I want them to know what they're missing. Let it, me pull up the weather report California. Report for you, exactly. Here's the weather report right I, now. I don't think they care about that. 88 and clear, buddy. It's looking it's good It's not 88 in right now here on this porch. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> no, lovely. The high. That's, it's 74 that's the right high. Now. That's right. And, uh, and
0: secondly, Zuckerman has fans.
1: Zuckerman not only has fans, he also he has a catchphrase already. What's his catchphrase? People are putting it on T-shirts. Domani, because <laughs> they hear him say, "I've got to go make."
0: He has a point. I completely understand why Zuckerman has fans. It seems he would become the breakout star here.
1: Well, ever since, you know, my history with Zuckerman is he was my neighbor long ago in Hollywood, and I instantly recognized his comedic talent. Yeah, <laughs> and and said, "What do you do?" He said, "I'm a lawyer." I said, "You are in the wrong business, sir. You I mean to be in you should have a microphone. You should be on a stage, or you should have a radio show, just like this, talking about uh, talking about life, because frequently." He has sage uh, advice yeah. for you. He has legal advice, and then he says awful, awful, horrible things. Right.
0: He's the exact kind of attorney I want. <laughs> you know, I don't want an attorney that is
1: really, you know, in line. That's I want right.
0: A, I want an attorney that is going to cross and push those boundaries for me.
1: That's right. Absolutely. Uh, now, for, enough about Zuckerberg. What <laughs> What are you doing,
0: Matt Farah? What's up with you these days? I'm uh, I'm in between right now. I'm in between trips. I just got back from a trip to Milan, where I drove the Alfa Romeo Stelvio, the new crossover. Wow. Okay. And then I went to... What did uh, you think? Actually, not bad. Uh, it was okay.
1: It's Stelvia is kind of like that sweetener. Why did they name it the Stelvia? Stevia. I know. I know what it is, it's but it's kind of it like Stelvio, that. It's Stelvio, which is a
0: high-pass... That goes over the Alps in between Italy and Switzerland. Okay, one of the most famous driving roads in the world. Wow, it's named after that. Okay, it implies all sorts of things like handling, power, and performance. Has almost none of these things. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's actually not. It's a. It's a totally decent. So you little, liked it? Yeah, it was a nice little crossover. Did you stopped by Zagato. I I, I mentioned. That I you should was. Stop by I the was a, about my hotel was about a mile from Touring, uh, the 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 carrozzeria the uh, that that uh, is. A coach builder in, in milan mm-hmm. touring uh but on a, as, as normal as our filming schedule when people suggest i just stop by somewhere it's completely unrealistic right right so we're driving 18 hours a day but then i went to, to all uh national parks tour of california audi ttrs the new one uh uh-huh. very fast
1: i love those cars uh, pe- i the last one i drove was maybe when we the first year of Car Matchmaker, I think the pilot we drove the Audi a TTRS, GTRs. yeah, and it's one of those cars that nobody ever thinks about
0: when someone asks you to recommend a car. It never comes to mind uh, because the Cayman is there because the Cayman exists. However, it was a rocket ship. It was wow, really so you fast. really liked it? Did yeah. it have a manual transmission or no? It was dual clutch, but it was really, really fast. Um, wow. And, and it what was is really that going to cost? You know, sixty-five, sixty-five. So you can either get the most basic of Caymans, and I mean literally a you know a proper stripper Cayman, right. or a fully loaded TTRS. Wow. And I would say in California, you still probably want the Cayman, but anywhere <laughs> with with bad weather <clears> with snow, <throat> this car will be a monster in the snow with a, with a real set of tires oh, on really? it. It felt like halfway between a supercar and a rally car, and. I love rally cars. I think rally cars are the coolest subgenre mm-hmm. of cars, and it's like you know, point and squirt, dancing on the nose under braking, and got a little technical there for you. <laughs> but yeah, it was really fast <laughs> and really fun. And then I did you know the long transit legs in the Lexus LC 500, and uh-huh. oh wow. boy, is that delightful! Yeah, the new the big coupe yes. looks like a concept car. Sounds the business
1: very pretty you've always had a soft spot for lexus i I can't get by the word lexus (laughs) i can't get past (laughs) that well it may i don't even know what it is what do you mean I, it's just nothing about. It's the front of that car is upsetting to me. Oh, the, whatever the, the grill I see design, the Lexus, the new and, and I don't like the word Lexus. I don't like it. It's like Nexus.
0: Well, it's very hard to find a word that's not copyrighted globally. <laughs> that <you can> use <laughs> what does Lexus car? mean? What does it mean? It, I think it's. I don't think it means anything. I think what's well, that's the problem It's supposed to imply luxury? I like
1: cars with family <laughs> names. Ferrari. What, is, what does Toyota mean? Porsche. The Toyota family. Right, but... Oh, you mean
0: family named after Yes. Is there,
1: like, a Hal Lexus that I don't know about? I mean, Do look, they need to invent one? Dave Enrico Lexus, Lexus. Dave Lexus
0: is a very good <laughs> friend of mine. And I don't appreciate you talking about him like that.
1: Well, you're here on a very special day, Matt Ferrer, because we have coming in someone I've always wanted to interview, Mr. Dick Van Dyke. His middle name is Van. His middle name is Van. I think Dick, his last name is Van Dyke. Just go with it. Just go with it. His middle name is Van. I've always loved that about him. But this guy... I mean, we grew up watching this guy. He's, I mean, Hollywood legend. Hollywood, Hollywood legend. legend. He lives out here in Malibu. He came in to see Bill to get some of Bill's famous meatloaf, and Bill said, would you do the podcast? He's doing our bookings now, by the way. <laughs> the deli counter guy is booking our show. Dick Van Dyke said yes. He probably does a better job booking our show than we can do, <laughs> honestly. And I like the if he say... can come through on Robert Downey Jr. like he says he can, then yes. Is that He's... the move? Bill is going to hook up Downey Jr.? You would not believe the people who, well, yeah, he comes in through the back door, apparently. Well, but the, you would not believe the people who come here to order food, and I think I've told I him when Bill you on Instagram, so I
0: know. Yeah, follow when you see
1: when you see the Ozzy Osbournes, when you see the the uh, the, the, the Hall and Oats, anybody, you just ask him if they want to sit down at the podcast and talk cars or talk about anything, and he said he would. So we've got Dick Van Dyke today. Which one comes in, Hall or Oats? I don't know. I don't even want. Them. Well, I, I like them, but they're not. I couldn't think of a name, so I just threw out Hall and Oats. <laughs> For some reason, they were on. I was watching one of those weird channels last night, Channel 46. <laughs> you know, there was a Hall and Oates and Eagles and Journey like CD you could buy. <laughs> And there was, you know, it's amazing It doesn't surprise me at all why the Skinny Bundle exists now Because there was nothing on 500 channels And for an hour, I watched an infomercial This
0: is how I know you're old You watched an infomercial for a CD With a Hall & Journey Bundle And you knew what number the channel was Who knows what numbers channels are anymore I don't even have cable anymore Alright, my friend I'm, well, look, and I'm look, 35 wait. and I'm old
1: My friend, look, it's Dick Van Dyke There he is He's coming up onto the port. Let's bring him over. Mr. Dick Van Dyke, come on over. He's talking to the dogs. There are two come dogs. Join are. Hello. Hi, sir. Very uh, nice yeah. to meet you. I'm Spike. Hey, hey I'm this Matt. This is How Matt Farah. Have a seat. It's a pleasure to see you. Step up, sit down. He's saying hello to the dogs, and now he's uh, broke my... his he sunglasses. Oh, no. His, that his just sunglasses. happened right now? <laughs> <laughs> we'll to, you want to borrow a, borrow a replacement pair? Just stay then. close to that mic right there yeah. so we can hear you. I saw you removed your gum. Is that Nicorette
2: gum? Of course. <laughs> I've been chewing it for years. I haven't smoked in probably thirty years. I know but that. You've been about on the you, nico- but, but you've been on the Nicorette just, for thirty. It just is addictive. I know. Yeah.
0: But I figure it's not getting into my lungs, so. Right. It is an improvement. I did the patch. I quit smoking well, last you? year. I did the patch, and it worked. I did all sixteen weeks. I, I used the patch and the gum. Oh my God! <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So is it
1: is it true that your middle name is Van? No, way! <laughs> <Wayne. laughs> no.
2: It's I a car show, so I was hoping it was van. Yeah, No, Dick I Wayne. was in the market the other day, and a little girl, four years old, pointed to me and said, Dippendike. <laughs> 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 I've been calling myself that was a Dippendike. <laughs> you got that's a smile that could light up a room, my isn't
1: friend. Isn't that incredible? You're, Did you see the picture of him on the Lambretta that I no, posted on, on Instagram? The they, on the scooter that Bill took a oh, picture yeah, of Oh, yeah, that three-wheel job. It was one of the happiest images I've ever seen. Dick Van Dyke on a Lambretta scooter, and it just and I threw it up on Facebook and I threw it up everywhere. People went crazy. It just makes people happy, like you make people happy. Well, thank you for coming in and doing this. I'm it's a pleasure podcast. Well, we, uh,
2: I've got a uh, jazz album out. Where I got a quintet and we put out right really? jazz, and we wanted to, it was all stuff from the 30s. So we wanted to use a, a car from that, and my my neighbor over here has a 1933 Pierce Arrow. Oh yeah, That's a real oh car. Oh my God, is it gorgeous? Yeah. So we dressed up in the twenties and used <laughs> that car for the cover. What a car! They let you oh, drive. That's it? the album cover. Yeah. Oh no, kidding. Why? Well,
1: you know, I recently caught up with you with uh, G- George Shapiro's movie. If you're not in the O bit, eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> this was just a few weeks ago. I went to the premiere. um it's it's amazing. It's you and it's Mel Brooks and it's Carl Reiner, Norman Lear and Betty White. Yeah. Uh, mm. talking about non nonagenarians. Is that is that somebody who's 90 and older? Is that, is that
2: correct? Yeah. I I could always say octu, octogenarian, but I can't say non, non, is non nonagenarian. Nonagenarian. Non
0: nonagenarian? I think so. Nonagenarian. Yeah. Cuz I'm, I'm right. really
2: big in this
1: stuff, you know, and and we'll get to car stuff in a minute, but I but I read all the time about people your age because i consider them life experts they've they have accumulated knowledge that that i think is valuable to, oh, yeah. to folks that are younger what are some of the things we should remember uh you know one of the things i, I read was regrets like the biggest regrets Sometimes people have aside from not buying a, a, a ferrari gto, in the bought late the ferrari GTO. i should have bought all the shelby cobras that's right aside from those old car <laughs> magazine regrets like uh, worry, like people would talk about just worrying about stuff is a waste yeah. of time. What, what's
2: your advice? No, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just saw, uh, I read an article uh, about actors who suffer from a feeling that I thought only I had. And it's when you're young, you're sk- afraid that people are going to find out you're a fake. Right. I thought, boy, if they find out I really can't do anything and I'm faking all that. The truth that is that your job as an actor? Almost every actor has <laughs> had that feeling in the beginning yeah, of their yeah. career. If they ever find out, I'm a goner.
1: <laughs> I have that feeling right now. <laughs> I, I walk around with that all day long. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it's true. I had, years ago on this late night show I did, I had a woman come on. Her name was May Laborde. And she was, uh, I could tell she was very old. And th- I don't remember the bit, but I know she was wearing fake boobs. And we put these gigantic fake boobs on this this older woman. And I and I felt bad so I went over and I was talking to her between takes and I said, you know, wh- you know, uh, I'm Spike and, and I said, how how old are you? She goes, I'm 93 years old. And I go, no, wow, I'm kidding." I go, "How long have you been acting?" She goes, "I just started." <laughs> oh, I said, isn't that you know? great? I go, "What do you mean?" And she said, uh, well, you know, I uh was an accountant most of my life and I, uh, The only thing I did in entertainment was I was Lawrence Welk's accountant for a short time. (laughs) I had a very happy marriage with my husband. We had kids. The kids grew up. My husband died, and I was 93, and I was sitting around with nothing to do, and I thought, I'll start acting. And she went on to appear in my show uh, uh, all the time. She she got cast in a movie with Ben Stiller. I know you've worked with Ben Stiller as well. She's always an inspiration to me. She worked to 98 years old and died at 102. Yeah. In, in, incredible that's but
2: great people retire, and it's the biggest mistake you can make <laughs> to, to not be active it is know. right the, she had the guts to find something to do I think that's at, great
1: at ninety three to go out and find something she was <laughs> exactly. great she was such an inspiration to me and um anyway what, what did
2: you drive here today yeah what'd you drive uh, I have a rental car, so oh you don't kn- even know what it is mine 's in the shop. What, oh. what Why is your car? What
1: car is it, and why is it, it in the show? I have a
2: uh, a Jaguar four door. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A nice car, six cylinder. I get great gas mileage out of it. And I I finally got to the age where I got rid of sports cars. Oh. We're not comfortable <laughs> anymore. Why? What sports yeah. cars are you into? Oh my God! I started out. I had a, a Corvette. I had a, three Jaguars in a row, and a
0: You Uh, had an original Studebaker Avanti back back when they were new, huh? How was was that as a car? It was in the
2: Peterson Museum for a long time. How was it
0: as a car? Was it a good car? It was a great
2: car, except it was noisy. It was so noisy inside you couldn't play the radio. It just thundered a beautiful car. They're cool looking, yeah. And I yeah. had a, an Excalibur. Have you ever seen really? one of those? You had <laughs> an Excalibur? I had an Excalibur.
0: <laughs> did you have one in, as they say, in period when they were in high fashion? Yeah. But that was we, the uh the Baroque era of cars where they would well, take wicked continentals. Like a a, a, a marvel made
2: to look like a, a Bugatti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Did but you it enjoy had a it? Great big uh corvette engine in it yeah and mm. it rode like a buckboard and i i knew i'm gonna (laughs) kill myself (laughs) it was very dangerous
1: and what and why jaguar what kind of jaguars do you have e-types
2: i had the original 120 Mm. and then i had a 150 Mm -hmm. which is a great those were beautiful yeah and then i think i had the first e-type in town i went down to uh, the port and took it off the boat you did yeah oh my god they were pretty
0: yeah
1: why,
2: so you're a guy who,
1: uh, you grow up in Missouri. What attracts you? No, I grew
2: up in Illinois. In I was Illinois. born in okay, Missouri. Okay, born in
1: Missouri. W- yeah. What
2: attracts you still to the Jaguar? Why, why that car? Why that brand? I, I always liked them, even as a little kid. <laughs> and I love that, the 1950, the, I think it was the 150, that mm-hmm. flowing line yeah. that. I just love that car, the yeah. fastest
0: car in the world at the time as well. Oh, was it the really? The one twenty, and then the one fifty, yeah. yeah. and then the Mercedes
1: Gullwing took the title. From yeah. the way. When
2: I, the first time I could afford it, I went out and bought a sports car. I always <laughs> wanted one.
1: <laughs> and where did that money come from? Which project do you remember?
2: Uh, I had just gone to work for CBS in New York under contract, right? And was getting like double what I had been getting. I was in, in New Orleans doing a television. I, wa- I wanted to ask you about
1: this because you signed a seven-year contract with CBS. Right. What? You know, I don't, these days they don't make deals like that, I don't think, with no, actors. They don't do that. What, anymore. what does a seven year deal with uh, CBS mean? What was what, asked of you? Well, there? I got paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a main thing. They don't do that anymore. But were either. you obligated to
2: do a show? Or, or did well, you were obligated to do what they told you to do, and I didn't know what to do with myself. They fired me after three years. They did. They didn't know what the heck to did do Did they with pay that. you for the other
1: four years? No. They did I not. They just let me go. You know, Les Moonves is out here every once in a while. We could ask him
2: for that money. <laughs> yeah. How much was it? That's I knew outrageous. He was a struggling actor. Now, why did they fire you? Because he didn't know what to do with me. They put me. I was the anchor on the CBS Morning Show for wow. a year with Walter Cronkite. I was the anchor, and Walter was my newsman. Oh my god! I was twenty-nine god. years old. I did not know what I was doing, <laughs> but I did it for a whole year. But when I read about you, my sense is
1: you frequently. And and I don't mean this to be an insult, but you're the type of person who throws yourself into situations where you don't know what you're doing a lot. I, oh, and my you heart succeed, was in my
2: mouth about half the time.
1: And you succeed wild, wildly. Like you, I was reading about you on on Broadway, uh, becoming a dancer. You didn't know how to dance, no. right? No, <laughs> you were auditioning, and then you got nervous, and you did a little what, like a soft step a little or soft shoe, soft yeah. Soft shoe, and they said,
2: "We're hiring you." And I said, "I can't dance." And. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Gower Champion and he said, We'll he said you've got it, we'll teach you and he did. It's incredible. It was like running to fly.
0: Was it God. did you find that it was better to just kind of push yourself in the audition and then learn it later and kind of, or did you try and cover up the fact that I you I tried didn't to know cover you, up you the you fact, did. yeah. But how did, you ever but I did Once you in love ever
2: get a little an of a little bit of a little bit a little soft shoe, a little got the job right there. the it incredible. little bit of a little It of a little life I got
1: it. little bit of a little bit of a little bit when you're starting out, you wanted to be a minister? How did entertainment come into play for you?
2: Well, it, actually, I was uh, on the freshman track team. I ran the 100 and the 220 and the high jump, and I was pretty fast. And I went in, to, uh, in my sophomore year to, to get my doctor's thing. He said, you have a uh, what we call a heart murmur. I don't want you doing any running. <laughs> so I joined the dramatic club. hmm and uh, that's what got me started. And then,
1: and I then you were off. Yeah. And then how do you get from Indiana to uh, any sort of, y- were you in radio first?
2: How did it work out? Or? Well, I was in radio as a kid, at 17, during the war, everybody got drafted. Right. And I got a job as an announcer at the local radio station. <laughs> and I loved it. And <laughs> I always you thought, about out well, of getting drafted? Huh? That gets you out of getting drafted? No. Oh. No, no you wanted, wanted to be a pilot, right? Yeah, I joined the Air Force and. A little late in, the, in the, the war. Right. I didn't go until the 40, late 44. You know what so they the said about the war was winding down.
1: A, they said he was too skinny to be in the Army. Is that right?
2: I had to take the physical three times. I couldn't. I was one, and you had to weigh 141. <laughs> I oh couldn't my God. make
1: it. 6'1", so you weighed less than 141? <laughs> I had what 137. weigh? What?
2: So, on the third time I went in for the that's thing, that's a dream weight for I got, you, Matt I Farrah. bought oh three God, bananas. I ate three bananas. <laughs> went in the men's room and drank all the water I could hold, and I just, just made it. Jesus. You were a
1: patriot, and then, you, but you gave up. Well, first of all, what do you? Why are you so skinny at
2: that point? Did you just not eat? No, it would just runs in the family. We're all thin. You're all thin. Yeah, I've always been. Oh,
1: you're so oh, lucky. You're so
0: lucky. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. Family of thin people. Oh my king <laughs> My kingdom for a family of thin people. <laughs> well, that's not Matt. You've lost so much weight right now. Have you that's lost all- weight? I have but it's really this hard. This guy's doing really well. <laughs> it's really yeah. He's getting
1: he's lost so much weight. He's getting his watch resized. I lost wrist weight. I got in between the Look show I got to get watch my, was- my watch oh resized. I know so then, you're
2: actually losing it all over. That's I'm good. trying, yeah.
1: And he came good. early today and I said, "What are you doing here so early?" He goes, "I had to get my belt I went resized." To the water <laughs> shop and shop had my belt cut I had 5 <laughs> inches Second cut one. Off my belt. <laughs> it's you're good, good. I had
2: to do 10 years ago, I was 6'1, I weighed 170. Today, I'm 5'9". Oh, no. And I weigh 150. Wow. So I have to go and have all my clothes you, taken and everything. you got to have whole your shirts deal. cut a little short. Everything. Pants short. you really lost four inches of height? Uh-oh. Yeah, four, yeah the vertebrae just... They just... Oh, yeah, you, you shrink. Pretty wow, soon, I'll, I'll be peeking news. over the car. Well, you can over. fit
0: in an E-Type again now. That's the good news. <laughs> 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 I can get in anything.
1: That's a perfect car. Yeah. Yeah. Have You, ever, you know, uh, Bill tells me there's some big Jaguar story you have. In fact, he... he he, he brought this over to the table, and he's like, Jaguar exploded. Yeah. Wrote it on a piece of paper, I, and I, well, I don't know what this means. I, had, a,
2: I had the, uh, the four-door, okay. and I got it out of the shop at this Jaguar. Is a new, this the is freeway, a new car. Caught fire. <laughs> it started to smoke, and I pulled, pulled over, and within 15 minutes, it was full of flame. It really? went clear to the ground. A this is a new Jaguar. We're not no, a, it wasn't how, new, but a, maybe a year old. What so year is this? Something was rewired, rewired wrong.
0: What year did this story occur?
2: Three, three years ago. Oh, this oh, this is, is we're this talking about a modern car. We're not talking, <laughs> oh, about, no, we're talking about a good We're not talking about some Mark
0: I here. We're talking about a modern, presumably an XJ of some kind. The, the right?
2: fireman came, and I was trying to sell it to him. before. I said, you <laughs> so buy where,
1: where were you driving the car? What road? Over on 101. <laughs> oh, oh boy.
2: Wow. And which lane were you in? Well, I thought oh. it was in the right lane. I pulled off when it started to smoke. Oh.
1: And so uh, you get out of the car. Was there any place to go so you don't get hit, obviously? That's, yeah, that's I was my well, biggest off, fear. well off
2: the freeway. Right. But I had a bunch of uh, CDs and stuff in there that I was trying to pick up. right? Well, the guy driving by, <laughs> all he saw was a white-haired guy bent over. <laughs> oh, and he came yeah. over and he yanked me of the car. <laughs> so, you know, he wanted to save he my life. He saved your life. So I, I, a bunch of CDs and stuff, I lost <laughs> What CDs were you trying to say? What was so important? (laughs) Lambert, Henrich, and and Ross, and a lot of good jazz. (laughs) and Oates, maybe? Maybe it was and Oates. It sounds like it's worth dying for, if you ask me.
0: (laughs) Well, who was there first, TMZ or the fire department?
2: Uh, (laughs) An off-duty, off-duty fireman happened to be driving by, and Uh he stopped and called, and got a fire department. Was in there within minutes. It was so fast.
1: But you still love Jaguar, right? Yeah, I yeah. sure yeah. like that, nothing's right? going to extinguish that with the-
2: <laughs> I think they make them in India now or something. Well, yeah. the Tata, which is an
0: Indian company, owns is the parent company, so oh. they're they're the corporate overlords. But they make them
1: in England. They still well, they build them. In in yeah, in they England. still build. Mm-hmm. They make them in England. Oh, good. The and new Jags are great. Yeah, maybe can we sell you a new Jag today? <laughs> are you in the market for a car?
2: No, I'm going <laughs> to hang on to this one. Cars are getting too expensive to maintain. For yes, car.
1: absolutely. Um, so ninety three, you're still driving, you don't. I'm,
2: I know I'm. I'm on my way to ninety two. You're. you're, you're on, I just made it to halfway to ninety two. I'm halfway to ninety two. Ninety two in December.
1: And and do they? What do they require of you? Do you have to go into the DMV every once in a while? I thought that at this point they'd be calling me in to do an eye check and everything else. Like what's?
2: It, no, uh, you just it, can go, just standard. Right. I go in uh, when it's due and. Uh, you know, take the tests and everything, and that's it. Yeah, and you know the eye tests and all that stuff. Right. Nobody ever questions the fact that I might be able to drive. No, I'm, not, I'm still a good I'll, driver. I'll
0: let you drive. I'm, you, I'm down. He go could just ahead. go. Uh, he want. could
2: just go chitty chitty bang bang. You know, I have a and great story. I went to the DMV in in Culver City one. Right. And the line was down the block, and I'm standing there in the sun, and somebody inside recognized me. And they motioned me in, and I went back, and I BID. met everybody and signed autographs and everything, and they sent me back to the interview. They sent me back <laughs> the lot. <line>. Yeah. <laughs> that well, is not right. That's not right. Well,
1: we'll be right back with more Dick Van Dyke live from the Malibu kitchen here on the porch. Hey, say you're in the market for a new car. But you don't want to step into the dealership and feel uncomfortable. Well, guess what? That's why there's TrueCar. With True Car, you'll see what other people in your local market paid for the car you want before you even step foot in the dealership. From there, you can connect with a local True Car certified dealer and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Using True Car, you can easily find the car you want. Once you register, you'll see real pricing on actual inventory. This is competitive pricing offered to you only by a true car certified dealer for an actual vehicle on their lot. It's pricing you'll see before going to their dealership so you can feel confident when you show up. You want to feel confident because if, if they smell weakness on you, you're dead. Right, Matt? They, they, they smell weakness on you, you're dead. It's like blood in the water. Blood in the water. True Car customers are more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with True Car certified dealers. True Car users can save an average of over $3,000 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And remember, take it from me, Spike. You're going to remember this experience every time you drive your new car, so you want it to be a good experience. True Car. Hi, I'm
0: Tavis Smiley. You may know me from my PBS talk show. I'm excited to tell you that I have a brand new podcast that you can hear on PodcastOne.com starting this July. I'll discuss the latest in politics, sports, music, and much more with big thinkers, artists, and celebrities. I'll also share my own opinions and answer some of your questions. So join the conversation this July on the Tavis Smiley podcast coming to PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You're listening to Spikes Car Radio.
1: All right, we're back with Matt Farah and living legend Dick Van Dyke. Living is the (laughs) positive word there. (laughs) Every day. Well, you're vibrant. You're a vibrant human being. You're an inspiration to me, and um, I'm a lifelong fan. I've got to ask you some uh, questions just about the shows, questions about the movies. Okay. Let's Let's start with Dick Van Dyke's show which, you know, I go on to write for Seinfeld and kind of live a version of that TV show. Yeah. But I grew up watching this show, and it wasn't even my show. <laughs> it was my dad's show. It was my mom's show. Right. But that, that was my, my dad's one great thing that he did. He always put me in front of shows that I needed to watch, the and your show. show was one <laughs> of those shows. Um, what I didn't know, and I learned this when I was watching uh, the, the film, that Carl that Reiner was originally supposed to play the part of Rob Petrie. He
2: made a pilot. He made a pilot. With well, Barbara Britton. That's no. right.
1: And then, and, and I guess, did, it, did they test it? Do you know? Did it not work out well? How
2: do you come into the picture after that? Well, the network simply didn't like the show. And uh, it was Sheldon Leonard who called Carl in and said, You've got to do the show, but you've got to get a better actor to play you. <laughs> <laughs> what you know, was, know, what it, was the
0: pilot called?
2: We oh, called right. the Dick Van Dyke oh, show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly, nobody ever heard. We couldn't think of a name. We're, we're double trouble and all, we couldn't think of a name. So, right.
1: So, but 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 were you involved in the pilot?
2: Oh no. Well, yeah, I did the I did the pilot. You, the first pilot. No, the, the second one. There was a second okay. pilot, yeah. so,
1: they, so they didn't just jump to series. They did a second pilot, and then they call it the Dick Van right. Dyke Show. Yeah, I was
2: doing a Broadway show, and they gave me a week off. And I came out here and shot the pilot. Now, I've, I've interviewed Carl twice, and I didn't know this. How did, do you
1: know anything about how he took this? Was he cool with it at the time, or did he, was he, did he call no, you oh, up? Oh,
2: no. He, the man has no ego. He has it, no ego. Not in the least bothered. But he said, I, 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 I failed once with this. I don't want to fail twice. <laughs> and it just happened that, uh, that he saw me in Bye Bye Birdie. And uh, thought I'd be good in the part, so and I had a pilot out my own. I wanted to do, kind of a Jacques Tati thing, right? About a college professor on a Vespa touring Europe, and I wanted to do. That a lot would have of been fun to Do you know Jacques yeah, Tati? I don't, but I like the
1: <laughs> you know, idea of touring Europe on a Vespa. That sounds great to me. He's a French physical comedian, yeah. as I yeah, understand yeah, it. You yeah, know, very, M- Michael I'm, Michael Richards is a big Jacques Tati fan, oh, okay. so I heard oh, a lot he, about you know, that on. So he called. was great. That's but right.
2: Carl sent me nine scripts he had written, and I just threw mine out the window. I mean, the was, <laughs> He's I so know. funny. Oh my He's God. such an
1: amazing talent. Um, is it true the show was almost canceled after the first season? It was canceled. It was we officially definitely canceled. We
2: were canceled, yeah. So we wh- were just heartbroken.
1: So how did that information come down to you guys? Were, were you on Well, set they just or? came and said,
2: we're canceled. <laughs> that was a,
1: about that. And, and then what happens after that?
2: Uh, uh, Danny Thomas. She, Sheldon Leonard went down to uh, P&G, okay. Procter and & Gamble, and said, you know, you really ought to give this another shot. Then we reran in the summer and picked up an audience.
1: So wait, Procter & Gamble was the sponsor of the show? For the
2: most part at that they time. They were paying yeah. for
1: it. So they had... Uh, the power over cbs oh, yes and whether it should be picked up wow thank I didn't god no. and they
0: used to have such courtesy too they used to tell you you were canceled the last show i had canceled they just they just stopped picking up the phone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, don't, they don't, don't tell you, me, I don't tell you anymore they, they don't tell you anymore now it's oh just well
1: okay i guess there's we're not no doing this again good way to get canceled matt fair there's <laughs> <rural> just, <world. laughs> a phone call would have been nice honestly. <laughs> no there's, there's just no way you can read it in the newspaper you can be Talking to uh, an FBI audience and see it <laughs> on the screen behind you. There's no good way to be canceled.
2: Is it true that Johnny Carson was also in the running to play the lead? They they had thought of him. I don't think he ever auditioned or anything. No, but they considered John. Who well, there's,
1: there's certainly no one who could have played the part but you in my mind. Um, so, but you you get Mary Tyler Moore on set now, and she's yes. 23 years old. It's at the height of her hotness, and you're. Mid-30s, somewhere yeah, in there? Yeah,
2: I was 12 years old. 20, Are you single far. at that
1: point? Did you, did you think yeah, about... Yeah, I said,
2: she's a little young. <laughs> and and uh, she had a kind of a mid-Atlantic mm-hmm. accent. She was trying to be Catherine Hepburn. Kind of, you know, I thought, I wonder if she can be funny. And uh, she turned out, she could be funny. Super yes. funny.
1: But, but, but in your off time, did you ever think about maybe we should go out? Did you do what? You know, date. Mary Tyler Moore
2: Oh no I was married With four kids For God's sake Even And she so, was married With a kid
1: She was at that point Yeah At 23 years
2: old Yeah she Wow uh, And it was uh, it was her first marriage That's right
1: so no shenanigans on the set.
2: No shenanigans. Dick
1: Van Dyke, no shenanigans. There's never been. No. <laughs> you're, you're about the work. You're about being funny. You know, you mentioned Bye Bye Birdie, and I watched the trailer. I have never seen the film version of it. And I watched the trailer last night. It's There's some outstanding stuff going on in that movie. But you know. With Ann-Margaret Mar- dancing. The,
2: and- the show on Broadway was a romp, and they Hollywoodized it. They took out half the good numbers, uh-huh. and... Uh, the Anne Margaret part was a small part on Broadway. They used the movie as a vehicle for her. I see. And the, it was completely out of kilter. It just, it, it didn't take out even look like the the Broadway do they, they show. They
0: take out stuff for time reasons or for to drive Why does story. Why did Hollywood or, do it?
2: I don't uh, know. Great numbers were taken out, and they wrote some junk for for Anne Margaret, which mm-hmm. to me didn't <clears throat> measure up. But that's Hollywood.
1: That is definitely Hollywood. I got to ask you about one of my favorite movies growing up, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, because what I love about this movie, aside from it being a great movie and wonderful performances and a big part of my childhood, um, I was raised by television. You know, no babysitters, <laughs> no nannies. Huge there. <laughs> right. Parked right in front of TV, and you're a big part of that. But, um what I love about the movie is it's the James Bond crew <laughs> that makes it. That's right. It's it was Ian Fleming and Albert and, and, and Broccoli. They, they make this movie. They're making all of these James Bond movies, and then they go, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> yeah, he, well, you have the Ian Fleming property you know right owned right but what was it like did were there ever moments on set where they wanted to add some guns or some <laughs> beautiful girls no or villains
2: villains
0: well they had
2: no we had an understanding going in you know that was going to be i kept saying we need walt disney but uh, right. it worked out pretty good it worked out pretty good
1: and and but but will you say there was an understanding going in were there conversations for tone and direction to go the other way you know, were you involved no, creatively no, at all? there never
2: was. No, he never never tried to put anything in. You know, the funny thing about it was there was, a, at, at the, there was a point at which we see Baron Bombers in his boat coming in. Right. The question was, is this real or is it going to be fantasy? You know, which is it? And we talked and talked and finally said, let's say it's fantasy. And that didn't really happen. Uh, it never really worked out so you could make sense of it right. when you think about it <laughs> how could it be fan <laughs> but anyway that was I a big those argument we had, those trying are to make, the best uh, i was surprised that so many children or s- people who were kids said that the that the child catcher scared the hell out of them and to me it wasn't scary but kids said they had nightmares about that child
1: catcher. i watched it last night and it terrified me <laughs> I went right back to being a nine-year-old going, oh, what an incredible, awful, and scary image that is. Yeah. It's kids thrown into a cage and then carted <laughs> away by a mule or something. And I, and I remembered being frightened by it, but I liked it. That's what I loved about it. The whole movie Ooh, is this, yeah. it's wonderful. always said kids like to be scared. Now, let's talk, scare let's talk about
2: Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. How many Chitty Chitty Bang Bang cars were there? There's a lot of them. There were a lot. Uh, I get pictures from people who have built a copy. Very beautifully done work. But when you were shooting them, yeah, how many, well, how many were on set? Uh, there was the flying one, and the regular one, and one to go in the water. So there were three. Yeah, with all the floats on it. That'd be a nice car collection for you, Matt. I, I think.
0: Know. Doesn't the Peterson have one? I think the Peterson's got one, right? Or didn't they at one point? That's
1: the, the, the Peterson automies
0: I don't know.
2: Right? I've, 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 never never s- I've been one. there. I've never seen one well, there. Maybe
0: I'm. Maybe a I could
2: have bought it for thirty thousand dollars back then, but. That did they offer? Of money
0: they then. offer it to you? That's, it a, was, yeah, that's
2: that a ton, ton to of money
1: back then. That would have been a lot. So what? Yeah. It, so what is that? The late fifties or uh, early sixties? Uh, no, It was uh, uh, nineteen
2: sixty-seven. That that's is a ton, ton of dope. money. That's GTO money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, in that, that's a that is
1: more than brand new Ferrari money. I think. Oh yeah, for that you could time. have carved yeah. up that thirty thousand and bought some amazing cars. Right. Oh yeah, Ferrari. 250 short yeah. wheelbases, things actually, of that nature. I think
0: you were right by not buying it, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As well, nice as a piece of It had a, a,
2: a four-cylinder English Ford engine in it, so it wouldn't go So anywhere. it didn't work and, <laughs> and it, 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 it took The turning radius of an aircraft carrier. <laughs> <laughs> it, you had to go over a curb because there was no right turn. The guy who bought it put a, a Corvette engine. <laughs> Seriously? There. Of course. Oh, God. Great engine. Oh, I'm sure that improved it. Oh. Yeah. So
0: he, give, us,
1: give us a, a quick uh, yeah, review the Chitty Shitman <laughs> <laughs> car for us. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Give us the, the car review of it, how it drove, how fast it was. It was
2: very slow, and, <laughs> and, and uh, you couldn't turn a corner with it. Did it have a radio? It, it had No, but everything <laughs> about it was authentic. It was put together lovingly. There was nothing fake in it. You know Everything, the wood in the back was all beautifully turned out. It was a gorgeous car. And could you register that car? Did it come with a title, do you know? I have no idea.
1: Was Two. it based on an actual real car, or is it completely no, built No, it had nothing.
2: There, from there were pictures of, of the car from the uh, Fleming knob. It had nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, it was their own design. Wow. I got a great story. At the, at the very opening of the show, it's it uh, opens with a car race, all these antique cars mm-hmm. racing. And I was standing in the crowd with a bunch of extras just talking to them. And the guy came over and handed me a flag and said, wave that when the cars go. I said, you understand. I'm in this. He said, no, just wave <laughs> so the. I so am in the, the opening the shot. shot. <laughs> you're the, the starter? <laughs> <roller> <laughs> That's incredible. Continuity <laughs>
1: error. Wow, now I'm going to go back and look for that. Well, I'm Gap in there. squad. Listen up, Gap squad. <laughs> <You know. clears throat> I want to know why this guy arrived at $30,000 for this car. That seems like a lot, doesn't it, Matt? Seems Even like he didn't want to sell. Probably But like well, was like it the no. producer who had it? Is this the film well, crew that uh, wanted to sell it to you? Or is it just some I don't, random what, dude? N- nobody
2: offered to sell it, but I said, how much is it? And they said, well, about 30000 That's
0: probably what they had into it. Yeah. That's the, right. See, when people, a lot of people, you know, build these custom cars, right? Yeah. And then they go, well, what is it worth? And they just take the sum of everything they have into it. <laughs> yeah. And the truth is it's worth about a quarter of that. <laughs> but that's what they've got into it. I, imagine I saw that one, was the uh, a
2: guy in Illinois, took four years to make a a duplicate, and the car was perfect in every detail. Really, I couldn't tell the difference. It was that beautiful. Sometimes the
0: replicas, the difference between the replicas and the real ones, you know, are are, the replicas are too perfect. You know, like I'm a big Back to the Future fan. I'm an 80s kid, you know, so Back to the Future is my thing. And so I've seen a lot of Back to the Future DeLoreans, and the difference between the real one and the replicas is the replicas don't have enough dirt and rust on them because (laughs) in the movies they wanted to make it really look like it was built in this crazy guy's barn so it's kind of dirty and crappy and then the replicas are built in you know these like surgical rooms and the replicas
2: are usually smaller (laughs) yeah Or like a three-quarter something. Oh,
0: for, the, for Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Well, in Back to the Future, they're all based on yeah. the And then Orient, the replica so guys. The you've met the replica guys. The replica guys. <laughs> guys, they're very little. <laughs> they're a little passionate. <laughs> they're, very, <laughs> they're very passionate. Oh, they okay. might only think about Chitty Chitty Bang
1: Bang yeah. all day long, <laughs> which is frightening in its own way. Yeah. Now, you've lived. Uh, we got to go. We're running out of time. But I wanted to just talk to you about your relationship with Malibu because you have a very special relationship with this place. As I understand, yeah, I've you been mean,
2: out here in the same house over there. Thirty coming up, thirty-two years. And
1: and and you moved here originally because it was a cheap
2: place to live. Early, early on. Uh, Yeah, I bought the cheapest house in the neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) But but I
1: think early on, I I remember reading somewhere that you uh, you rented a little duplex on the beach in Malibu when I first got married. When you first got married,
2: and uh, I couldn't pay the rent. Right, Uh, and I let it slide and slide, and uh, my wife was pregnant took her to the hospital oh my God. came home and all of our belongings were out on the pe- on the Pacific oh, no, highway. Oh, no. You're kidding. I mean the people they needed the money you know I don't, right, don't blame them but what a bad day that was my wife miscarried that day and I'm driving around with all our stuff in the car oh my God. The, things look bad
1: that's that's yeah that's a tough moment so I'm how do you vengeance. Get, how do you not just gather everything up and leave LA at that point
2: yeah, uh, we have checked into a motel on uh, Salt Lake or somewhere, mm-hmm. and uh, I got a job, uh, in, somewhere in Idaho, and we made it. Just, <laughs> 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 An acting job in Idaho? No, Idaho. No, well, I had a nightclub act. Oh, I I club a nightclub act. We had a comedy act. Okay.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, and then you, you you just you keep at it. It's one thing, you know, and I'm sure you've seen a lot of this too. It's just perseverance, especially oh, yeah. in this business, just never giving up, even on those awful, awful days.
2: Well, I had started to have kids. I couldn't give up. Right. <laughs> no, I know. I had to keep working no uh, matter what. I am what. right there with you.
1: Yes. Now, is, uh, I, I'm going to let you go, but uh, is there another Mary Poppins movie coming out? I yeah, saw, I, I just am... did it. <laughs> I was just. In,
2: I was in London a uh, month before last, wow. and I did a song, dance Number. Really? It, it looks good. They're not calling it a sequel. They're calling it an homage. An homage. Okay. So I got to play the old guy.
0: Have, they, have uh, they modernized it, or they have they stuck no, to the no, traditional it's, it's story? No, it's supposedly
2: 20 years later. The okay. kids are grown up, and, and, and Emory Blunt is playing Poppins. Okay. okay. And uh, Meryl Streep's in it, and Angela Lansbury. Wow. Good cast. Oh, my gosh. I don't think you'll ever measure up to the original, because the music its not... The, the Sherman Brothers wrote such memorable music. Right, Some right. of this stuff is a little uh, derivative. You think, I think i heard that song before. But um, well, I think it's going to be good. The thing, I, w- I went two weeks early, and every time I walked out in the street in London, someone would stop me and say, what the hell is going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> I don't know. We're crazy. Have they,
0: did they redo the house faithfully? Is the, ho- does the house this- Perfectly. Perfectly. They
2: that whole street. Really? The houses and the park and everything. I how was it around. walking into that house? Oh my was it God just God crazy? Brought back such memories. They yeah. did a perfect job. Of really? That. That's amazing. It's just like the old set. And know? how
0: was it? Be honest. How was the dancing? How did the dancing go?
2: I didn't see any. No, you I said didn't you did a number. number. Yeah, how, how was your dance? How did it go? I got up and danced on a desk you said yeah he really dances here, here all the time really yeah he comes in oh, and oh, he loves that. to dance tell yeah. me when
1: the next show is i'll get i'll book a front well, where can today. folks see you do you ever perform uh, with your band i mean where oh, can well, we? Well, i've
2: got a quartet i said we sing everywhere you sing everywhere we even sang for the president yeah oh wow we sang for for obama and he came up on the stage after me. he says can you teach me those moves <laughs> 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 he could do them too now i have a jazz quintet also so I'm We've It's unbelievable, out? isn't this inspirational? Awesome. Is yeah.
1: working more than, than we are. It's <laughs> <laughs> working I'm, more I'm
2: than we are. Believe me, I had, that hasn't been lost on me. Well, <laughs> thank
1: you so much for coming out today. And it's really pleasure, been a pleasure. Mike. I'd love to have you back in a little while, and, and we'll talk I'm, some more. I know when.
2: what's happened to the world, and if you have time, I'll explain it.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'd like on my to hear. Next time. Dick that. Van Dyke, everybody, and Matt Farah from Thank the Smoking Tire. Thank you so Tires. much. For my pleasure. Enjoying us. Enjoying us. See pleasure. you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com.